Welcome to A Counselor's Journey to Private Practice. I'm your host, Juan, and this podcast teaches mental health professionals to cultivate curiosity and build ambition in their journey to starting, growing, and scaling a private practice. Let's dive into the episode. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? Hopefully you are doing well. You are smiling. And I want to thank you. I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, for sharing it with your friends, for writing all of those beautiful comments. I am excited. I just checked it on the podcast and we've got five stars, which means that we are doing an awesome job. We are doing an amazing job and you are doing an amazing job in the work that you're doing and those that you're serving. I want to thank you for donating your time, for being willing to listen to me on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we are, we are diving into one of three, right? Series one, all the way to series three with giving your website a facelift. Now, I am super excited because here's the thing. Your website is where people find you. Your website is where people evaluate you, where your potential clients get to see if you are a good fit for them. Your potential clients get to see who you are. They get to dig deep and and see how vulnerable you're willing to be. See how much you relate to them. Your potential client that's struggling with their relationship is able to see, is this the right person to help us with our marriage, to bring our family together? Is this the right person that I'm willing to share what happened during my child, my, my years as a child and my trauma? And and I, and I, I want to be here with you. Uh, from, from counselor to counselor, uh, I want to be here with you. And, and you're here with me in a, in a counselor journey to private practice. And in this series, what we're going to do is we're going to jump into the first one. The first one is all about your homepage. And as we do this one and the second one and the third one, I also want it to be all about conversion. I want all of these changes that we dive into to allow you to start seeing results in your private practice journey. Now, I know that for my end as a consultant, this information I'm giving away is free. But, but I am completely okay with that. It, it really gives me like this gentle kiss, if you will, when I know that I do the very best that I can here and you're able to make changes in your private practice, those changes reduce your stress. It allows you to not feel overwhelmed in, your, in the whole business side. And then that is something really beautiful. It allows you to be present with your patients. And, and I've been there. I've been there in those moments where, oh, goodness, I was overwhelmed and, and stuck and struggling and money wasn't coming in and my head was not where it should be, where it should have been. I, I knew that I wasn't doing my due diligence. And and I know that in my journey as, as a clinician, the one thing that I've always wanted, I continue to want is to be 100% present and there for those that I'm serving. Because each of those each of those individuals that we are fortunate enough to walk with, we know that each time they make a beautiful change in their life, that creates a ripple effect. And that ripple effect makes our world a better place. So the last thing I want you to do, the last thing I want you to feel or to find yourself feeling is overwhelmed with the business end of your private practice. So thank you for being here on Counselor's Journey. And without further ado, let's dive in to your homepage. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk with you as far as areas you want to focus on and changes you want to make to allow it to be more effective. The first one that we're going to discuss as far as your homepage is images. On your homepage, it's important to have 
clean images, clean videos. And what I mean by clean is if you have a, a picture on there of you, it, it, it should look like a picture of you that was professionally taken. And it needs to look like something you are invested in versus you're taking the picture, your bathroom mirror's in the background, and then one of your kids are doing a silly face, right? As cute as, cute as that may be, it, 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 it's not maybe what we want on our counseling website. So that's something to think about. Um, again, as cute as it may be, because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I need to go take one of those pictures. <laughs> um, it may not, want, it may not be, be what we want on our counseling website. So I want you to think about your image, um, your in, your images in, in your homepage. And if you need to, as you're listening to this, put your website up and kind of look at your images. See if they look clean. See if they look professional and it's something that you're proud of. Um, and the same thing for your videos. When you're looking at your videos, you want those to be clean. Clean comes in two ways. You want it to, you want it to have good lighting. Now, it doesn't have to be out there like, you know, HGTV uh, or a Star Wars movie where it's like, man... It's like a, somebody paid thousands of dollars for this film. It doesn't, doesn't have to be all of that. It just needs to be where it doesn't look like you're in a dark room and I can't hardly see when you're speaking. It, it, it shouldn't be where I'm listening, but then I'm having to turn up my mic all the way. And then as I'm turning it up all the way, then you're talking too loud, which reminds me of like YouTube. You know, sometimes you get on there uh, and it just goes up and down in that volume. Story for another time. So with your images on your homepage, it's important to make sure that the images are clean and crisp. You're able to see exactly what you need to see. And if you have videos on your homepage, it's important that those videos have good lighting and good sound. Um, the next point that I want to look at for your homepages is it's important to include an image of you, if it's your solo practice, or an image of a scene that connects to your solo practice. Uh, or if you have a group practice, then you can have an image or a scene that connects to the group practice, and that could also be a video too. So we'll dive a little bit deeper into this, and then I'll give you examples. So if you have a solo practice, it could be a picture of you, and the picture of you could just be you waving or you kind of, you know, in, in a certain uh, stance or professional stance, whatever you're comfortable with, with maybe a nature scene in the background. That lets us, clients that are seeking your services, know that when we land on the homepage, you are the counselor we're going to be working with. That creates a nice emotional relationship. It lets me know who you are. And I'm not guessing now. I'm not wondering, oh, I wonder who, um, I'll just use me. I wonder who Juan Santos is. Like, like I see on the practice of Santos Counseling, and I see that he's licensed, but I have no idea what he looks like. And we tend to feel invited. We tend to feel a little bit more at ease when we get to see what the person looks like because it allows us to make a decision. It allows us to make a decision of, do I relate to this person? So if somebody gets on my website and let's say that uh, prior to my group practice, it's just a solo practice and there's a picture of me, almost like your psychology today, right? You ever wonder why psychology today, it asks for an image of you? Ta-da, there's the answer. So when somebody gets on your website and they see an image of you for your solo practice, they can go, hmm, I relate to that person. You know, they see me, they go, oh, I, I relate to him. You know, he, he's, he's got a beard that looks, you know, I've got a beard too, so maybe we'll relate on beard conversations. It's usually those little small variables that allow people to feel a little more comfortable. And then once they feel more comfortable, then they're able to say, you know, I think I could find myself digging deep into those, you know, deeper conversations that take place behind closed doors or in counseling sessions. Uh, if you have a group practice, you could take a different route where instead of having a picture of you, you can have a picture of your um, staff, the clinicians on board, and you could throw yourself into there. 
for, for my practice, I'll give you an example on the homepage. I have the clinicians on staff. I have a picture of them. I've got a picture of me. That way, everyone's able to see this is the team, you know, over at Santos Counseling. Uh, and you can choose to work with any of those clinicians there. Uh, that allows us to pull away from just one clinician, you know, such as whenever the practice was for solo practice, it was just for Juan, just for me. Now that it's a group practice, everyone in the community that comes to the website, they're able to have that we effect. You know, here is our team versus just one person. So something you want to keep in mind as well, that if you have a group practice on the homepage, instead of just being image of you, let's shift that over to talk about us, we, you know, our practice. So now we're going to move away from uh, pictures and images. Well, well no, just let me, let me go back for a second, right? This, this podcast is all about helping and, and giving information. If you are not camera shy, something that I find very helpful is video. So if you get some time, dive into your um, dive, dive into your mic and, and your and your video and put that up and give everyone in the community introduction to your practice. Uh, that can be really simple. You know, let's let's say it's my practice and I have a solo practice. What I want to do is I want to say my name. I want to say my location. I want to provide maybe a phone number to call or a call to action. Call to action again is a phone number, an email, some sort of statement that creates a conversion. And then I want to highlight my specialties to my ideal client. So I'll kind of do a quick one for you. You know, it could be, hey guys, my name is Juan. I'm a licensed counselor in the Greensboro area. I love working with couples that are right at the brink of divorce, but they really want to do whatever it takes to make it work. If that fits you, reach out to me today. Here's the best number to call me. Blank, 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 blank. You can call, text, email. Any of those are perfect. I am excited to work with you. Have an amazing day. Right. So if you enjoyed that, you can you can take that from your end um, as a listener today and then, you know, be creative with it. Now, let's say that you have a group practice. You want to switch away from the I or my practice and you want to go more to the we. So an example of that would be, hey, guys, welcome to Santos Counseling. We are a group of clinicians that love to serve the Greensboro area. If you find yourself stuck, if you find yourself struggling, reach out to us. Ask us questions. We would love to answer any of the questions you have regarding your counseling needs. Our phone number is blank, blank, blank. We're excited to hear from you. Now, in that one, it was a little more general, if you noticed. It it highlighted we, but it allows listeners to be invited in. I used a very general statement, like if you feel stuck, because that one tends to relate to a lot of people. Couple that struggle in their relationship, they feel stuck. Parent that's not getting ahead with their child, they feel stuck. Uh, so, so that one could be one that you can play with as well. Uh, overall, the video, it allows a person to watch it longer. So the, the, the foundation to that is that if, if somebody watches your video, they're spending more than a couple of seconds. You know, a typical video would be a couple of minutes. That helps to build a stronger relationship with you and then increase the likelihood that they will choose you to be their counselor or to call your counseling office because they've already invested that amount of time. On your website, let's kind of keep going for the homepage, right? This first series is all about your homepage. So something else you want to have on there is call to actions. And I quickly went over that a little bit earlier, but again, a call to action com- connects to a conversion. So examples of call to actions are a phone number on your homepage, a link to schedule a counseling appointment, a link to ask questions, a link to learn more about a specific service such as, are you struggling with anxiety? Click here, learn more. 
Um, it could be a uh, contact us little section where they're able to put their name, their email, the subject, you know, why they're contacting you, and then a message of what's taking place. Uh, it could be on your homepage that you sell products. Maybe you sell a course that helps individuals. It could be a link to that. Or it could be a book that you sell. It could be a link to that. Overall, I want you to think about on your homepage, what are the call to actions that you have? And are they present where somebody can see them? I'm going to encourage you, though, on, on something here. Don't have too many. Because too many can kind of steer the person in the wrong direction. You know, they can go, well, I was really here for a counseling session, but now I feel like I got to buy a book. Or I was here for a counseling session, but now they're telling me to click here to check out their YouTube channel. And and you're steering them away and further away from that initial call to action. And I get that some of you may be thinking, well, I'm still coming from a place of service, right? Because if you have a link and it says, check out the YouTube videos, and that leads them to your YouTube channel, it does help to build connection. And it does help for them to get to know you and to build trust. And later it can pull them back in to be a client. But overall for the homepage, I think it's really important to have maybe one, two, three at most call to actions. Uh, and, and, and that's just my opinion here. You know, your, yours could differ, which is completely okay. Next point that we want to look at for your homepage, it's really important to have space on there for Q&A. So when you think about Q&A, I want you to think about common questions that your clients typically ask you during sessions. So think about what that would be. You know, for me, patients ask, how much does the session cost, right? Fees, insurance, um, how long does it take? How long should I expect for us to keep working together? Um, are you seeing people in your office? Are you seeing people virtual? Uh, what's the process for like an online session? So I'm just, I'm just throwing questions at you um, because these, these are typically questions uh, clients ask me. So what you're wanting to do on your homepage is you want to kind of pick the best ones out, the most common questions that people ask you. Because more than likely, whenever a client is reaching out to you, they're going to be reaching out and they're going to be thinking this exact question as they're navigating your website. My perspective has always been that when I create my website, not only do I want it to come from a place of service, but I want to make it very easy. I want to make it easy so that no one gets stuck in their ability to make decisions. So I'll give you an example of someone being stuck. Someone gets to your website and they're like, man, this sounds like a really good fit. But then they start to think to themselves, I wonder if he takes my insurance. And nowhere on your website, nowhere on the, nowhere on the homepage, let's say, since we're talking about the homepage, you mention if you take the insurance. That could lead that person to say, well, I'll, I'll just check later or I'll come back to it. Right. So may, they may come back. They may not. But it would increase your likelihood that they'll convert if you just have that information right away. So like an example would be if you ever get a chance, go to SantosCounseling.com, scroll all the way down. And you'll see getting started with therapy. What you need to know before your first uh, session at Santos Counseling. And then I have three common questions. Paying for counseling, the right counselor for me, online therapy. And the purpose of that is to make it easy. Make it, you know, where if the patient comes in, these are common questions that they have. And they're going to have their answers uh, already provided. Answers to the questions already provided there. Next point that we want to look at from a style perspective is ensuring that you have a theme, not only to color in your website, but also a theme to font, to font size, uh, to the font type. Because if not, then 
it, it, it can look very messy. Uh, and when things look messy, it doesn't allow the reader to have a really, really good experience. It'd be no different than you going into a hotel room and everything is super clean and organized and the sheets are tucked in, or you go into the hotel room and it's a complete mess, you know, things are everywhere. That's going to shift your experience. It may shift, you know, what you would do and how you would do it um, because of the experience that you're having. Uh, So in your website, I, I think it's really important for you to think about what is my theme color? For Santos Counseling, it's a dark green, almost like the Starbucks green. Uh, I, I've always just liked that. It's very calming uh, to me. I'm a huge nut when it comes to wanting to be outdoors and being in nature. And then I always find being outdoors in nature to be a really a space of healing for me, uh, a space of tranquility, of calmness, where I can really connect with myself uh, or connect with those that I'm with out there or connect with my good old fishing rod because I love, love to fish. So that's, that's the color there. Um, I also have like this uh, yellowish uh, gold color that runs with it because it gives really good contrast. Um, on the website, I use a lot of white um, on the background because it helps the wording pop out. And it's important for me to make sure that when people are reading it, they're able to read it easily. You know, instead of having like white with, let's say, light gray letters, that's going to be hard to read. Or a dark blue background with black letters. Uh, black font that's going to be hard to read too. So you want to think about the, the that, that creativity, you know, the style uh, that goes into your website, especially your homepage, right? Because we're talking about the homepage here. Uh, next item that you want to look at, including in your homepage, is all the way down at the footer. You've got two menus, right? You, typically in your website, you got a menu up top, and then you've got a menu on bottom. Now, I know that we're talking about a homepage, but you can decide on the back end of your website where these menus go. So it's important that, from, from my perspective, I'm going to encourage you to include items on there. Items to include could be common pages. So, for instance, on mine, it's um, the therapy uh, articles because people may want to read blogs, so they can click on that. And they can also go to social media links. Uh, and, and those social media links allow them to uh, check out, you know, the practice on uh, Instagram, on Facebook, and in other places like that. So that one sometimes for people is very boring. They're like, oh, just skip over it. <laughs> but I want to share it here. Uh, next point that we want to look at, and it's the final one before we close up for series one, and that you get super excited about the second one, is services. Um, I I find it effective for you to at least mention some of them, if not the key ones, uh, to be the most important ones on your homepage. So as an example for me, one of the ones that I mentioned on my homepage is the relationship one. So healing and improving your relationship. Uh, And the important thing about that is that whenever patients come in, they're already coming in from a perspective of, I need support, I need help. So if you're able to right away on your homepage have some sort of a statement, words that connect to why they're there. Um, at Santos Counseling, one of the key areas that we work at within my private practice is relationship support. So that's why that service is there. They're able to read a little bit about it. And if it connects with them, then they can hit a link that says learn more, right? So that link connects to the call to action. And then learn more takes them to another page, which later on in this series that we're going over today, uh, you're going to be able to, we're, we're going to be able to together to understand why I put learn more on there and then how that's going to help to build what's called your search engine optimization, your ranking on Google and all of that good stuff. 
Um, so with your services, whenever you pick the services that you want on your homepage, here's what I want you to think about. I want you to consider words that relate to your client. So an example could be, you could put on there marriage counseling, but if you put marriage counseling, does that mean you don't do premarital counseling? Does that mean that you don't do counseling for couples that are not married? Just something to think about. And if you're kind of nodding and saying, no, no, that, that, that doesn't mean that. That just means, you know, I do counseling for everybody that's in a relationship. Well, let's look at shifting the words. You know, for, for mine, I use the words healing and improving relationships. And sometimes I'll shift it too. So that's what we see now. Um, other times it could be going from stuck to deeply connected. Um, I try to use words that relate to where the client is at, uh, that resonate with them, uh, and that kind of pull people in versus uh, push them out uh, or steer them out, if you will. So as, as we close up for today, I hope that you found this episode really helpful. I hope that you're able to take time. You know, there's just a lot of good nuggets here. Hopefully you're able to kind of take, take, take a little bit of a breather, um, be able to put this episode to the side, grab your notebook, come back to it, and then rerun, you know, go back to the very beginning and start making some of those changes. And then here's what I would love for you to do. After you listen to series one of series three and you make these changes, reach out to me. Let me know how it's going, if it's helpful, how effective it's helpful, how it's helping your website and your private practice grow. These are, I think these are really great tools to implement in your website. Um, your clients are really going to enjoy that change. And I think you're going to enjoy the change too. So without further ado, have an amazing day. I will see you at the next episode, which will mark series two. Get excited. Take care. Thank you. In your journey of private practice, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please leave an awesome review and share this podcast with any counselor you think is working towards starting, growing, and scaling a counseling practice. Let's grow together in our journey. I'll see you in the next episode.